We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're studying about how to avoid tragedy in your life, and we're in chapter 3 today. We're going to talk about the kindling of destroying fire. Now, there's many Christians that don't realize the power of words that are spoken out of their mouth. Now, when we talk about kindling of destroying fire, maybe some of you don't know what we're talking about, kindling. But you see, the people that were raised several years ago remember that you had to have kindling to start a fire. You just don't start a fire in a fireplace or in a wood stove with a match, you know, and try to light a log that's 18 inches around. Have you ever tried to light a fire like that with a gopher match? Now, a gopher match is one of those little paper matches that you strike one and then you go for another because that one's already gone out. It'd take you forever. You never would get a fire started that way. You have to have kindling for that. And what we're going to talk about is in James, the third chapter. Let's go there and read from verse 1. We're going to read down several verses here. We're going to talk about some things that may make your hair stand up like mine. It may take you three days to get it calmed down because there's something here that is powerful and it's astounding when you find out what James, the brother of Jesus, said about it. Now, Jesus made some statements that was just as strong as these, but the brother of Jesus, that's where he learned this, was from Jesus. Now, let's read from chapter 3 and verse 1. My brother... Be not many masters, knowing that ye shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in a horse's mouth, that they may obey us, and we turn about the whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven by fierce winds, Yet they are turned about by a very small hem, whithersoever the governor listeth. Now let's look at what he said here for just a minute. He said, If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. Now the Amplified Bible says it this way, If any stumble not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. In other words, your words are so closely connected with what you do physically and how your body performs and functions physically until, James says, if a man did not stumble in word, he would be able to control his whole body. Now, some of you have been having trouble doing that. You hear people say, well, you know, they sit down to eat a big piece of pie, and they say, in the name of Jesus, I cast the calories out of this pie. You're going to get fat. You're not going to cast the calories out of that pie. However, I can tell you how you can get every calorie out of that pie. Eat it. You'll get every one of it. <laughs> but now notice, he said you can control the whole body. See, we build desires in our body that same way. You know, you hear people say, well, I just can't eat without pie. Well, now, the way you created the desire for that is by you speaking. You might have had some desire for it in the beginning, but I know that that's not true in everything. 
How many of you liked coffee the first time you ever took a drink of it? Most of you spit it out. Said, I don't see anybody could drink that. But you can learn to drink it. You can learn to like it. So, see, you can train your body to do anything. Now, what he's saying here is, is connecting this with the tongue. Now, listen very closely to what he says. Behold, we put bits in a horse's mouth. Now, somebody might say, well, what in the world does this have to do with me? Well, it's very important if you understand what bits do in a horse's mouth. Now, some of you may not understand that. Because, see, we don't use horses like they used to years ago. But a bit in a horse's mouth, what the bit does, it puts pressure on the horse's tongue. Now, some of you need some pressure applied to your tongue. Because I tell you, your tongue will lead you astray. James says, If any man seemeth to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, he said, That man's religion is in vain. In other words, what he believed is in vain if he doesn't control his tongue. You know, you might say, Well, I believe this is going to happen. I believe that's going to happen. But then when it goes to looking differently, See, you may have even prayed for that. And you go to talking, defeat, doubt, and unbelief. Your tongue will deceive your heart. And you'll get in unbelief. So he's comparing this to a horse that you control by bits. He says, Behold, we put bits in a horse's mouth, that they may obey us, and we turn about the whole body. In other words, you can change the direction, completely change the direction. You know, there's some of those horses that weigh 2,000 pounds or more. You can turn that whole horse around and put him going the other direction just by putting a little pressure on his tongue. You can control it. Now, what he's saying is that you can do your body the same way. Your tongue can control the direction you're going. Behold also the ships. Now, he uses a horse as an illustration. Now, he uses a ship. Behold the ships, which though they be so great and are driven by a very fierce wind, Yet they are turned about by a very small helm or a rudder, whithersoever the governor listeth. In other words, where the captain decides to turn it. Now, what's he saying? He's saying that the heart is the governor. What is in your heart gets in your mouth. Now, what Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So what's in your heart is going to govern the direction that you go. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So the ship can be turned by a very small portion of that ship called the rudder. Your tongue is the rudder for your body, for your life, for your circumstances in life. Now, if you don't like where you're headed, check up and see where you got the rudder set. You hear people all the time say, well, i just tell you, I can already see that we're not going to be able to make the payment on our house by the end of the year. Well, you got your rudder set wrong. You're going to crash. As Paul said, you're going to make shipwreck. Not because it's God's will, not because that God's not able to deliver you, but because you're building the wrong image and you've got your steering set wrong, you're headed for destruction. And if you don't change it, if you don't put some pressure on the tongue and make the tongue say something else, you're going to be in a heap of trouble. And now he says, even so the tongue is a little member 
and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Now, here's where we get the word kindling or kindleth right here. You see, you can take one of those gopher matches, I call them, and you can start a little bitty splinter to blazing. See, it doesn't take much heat to start a little splinter. And then you take that splinter and you start two or three more little slivers of wood, and you've got a little bigger flame. And then you put it under another piece maybe big as your finger, you get it to going. And after a while, you can get that whole big log in your fireplace to burning in a huge blazing fire, and it's putting out a lot of heat. But where did it start from? It started from the kindling. How great a matter the little fire kindleth. In other words, he's talking about the tongue being the kindling, the words you speak, kindling a fire. And how it'll destroy. Did you know fire would destroy? See, we cook with it and we do all these other things, but it'll also, out of control, it'll destroy your house. It'll destroy your field. It'll destroy. Fire is a destructive force. So what James is trying to get us to see, what power is in the tongue. Even so, the tongue is a little member, just like the rudder on the ship. It's a little bitty part of it, but it'll turn the whole ship. Just like the bits in a horse's mouth. Very small thing, but it'll put pressure on the tongue. Now, let me show you something about that ship. When that ship is, say, doing 18 knots, and you turn the rudder. Now, that rudder is a very small part of it, and when you first turn that rudder, all it's doing is just cutting water for a while. You don't see the ship just turn like that. You know, it's not like a car. You turn the steering wheel, and you just turn directly 90 degrees. But in a ship, when you're going a certain speed with that ship that weighs hundreds of thousands of tons, and that little rudder just sits there and plows water for maybe a minute, it doesn't do a single thing but just plow water and put a little pressure on the back end of that ship. Little pressure. But a constant pressure on the back of that huge ship will eventually push the back of that ship around and start turning it in another direction. And in a few minutes, you can have that ship headed exactly opposite the way it was going. Didn't happen all at once. It seemed like it wasn't going to work when you turned the wheel. It just kept going the same direction for a little while. Then it eventually, gradually began to turn. And that's the way... It'll change your life when you understand how the power of the words that you're speaking can change the direction and change the calamity, change the problems that are coming to you in life. Many Christians are experiencing much tragedy and many problems in life that is not God's will. It simply would not happen if they would gain knowledge of the Word of God and how to use the power of God's Word and the name of Jesus to divert the direction they're headed. I see people all the time that I can tell that if they don't change their words, they're headed for a shipwreck in life. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is offer number 7856, calling things that are not as though they were. What does it mean to call things that are not? You call for what is not manifest. We're talking about calling for the promise of God that's not manifest in your life. Now, this is a 60-minute DVD video for $20 plus $4 posted to handling, total of $24. 
In this video, we give you scriptural evidence of how to get the promises of God manifest in your life and what the Bible says about it. You remember the Apostle Paul in Romans 10 says, The righteousness which is of faith says the word is nigh you in thy mouth and in thy heart. In other words, you get it in your mouth, then it gets in your heart. What you talk about gets on the inside of you. Now, when I was going to school, we'd stand up in the third grade. I remember we'd stand up half the class on one side of the room, half on the other side of the room, and we'd quote the multiplication tables back and forth to one another until we knew them by heart. They knew then that what you speak with your mouth eventually gets in you and becomes a part of you. And you know, the law of mathematics works. Four times four is 16 every day of the week. What we're talking about here is applying the principle of God and call for what you don't have, what God has given. Second Peter chapter 1 says, God has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Well, how's he given it to us? Through the exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Well, that's offer number 7856 for a total of $24. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated. God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.